are now entering the mind of Leo the Average, and this is Leo's Average Thoughts, brought to you by the Winnie Arch Company. Um, it is I, Mr. Nobody, Leo Archibald himself, you know, of course, aka Leo the Average. Um, and on this thought bubble, time to talk about uh, the Comic-Con that went down in San Diego comic-con i'll probably never get to because i ain't got money like that and i also don't have the the patience because if i did cough up the cash to actually fly out there get a place to stay even though i might know a couple of people out there you know so that might not really be a problem but then maneuvering through the traffic and whatnot i don't know if it ever happened but it'll be It'd be lovely if it would be, or if I would be able to make that happen. But anyways, like I said, time to talk about what went down there in Hall H, aka Marvel Studios, and what they revealed for Phase Four. Um, should I go one by one, or should I just get my overall thoughts? Cause I'm, I got some, I got some stuff to say. All right, we can start with um, not the first movie they discussed, but the first movie on the docket. Starting with Phase 4 coming out this May. And that is Black Widow. Um, I mean, the casting, we all basically knew what the cast was. You know, it just hasn't been... It wasn't officially revealed by Marvel itself, but we all know who was in it. Um, so I'm just... Based off that, or based off what they revealed, I'm just more surprised it's coming out in May. Like, May is typically their month of, like, their their big movie of the year you know all the avengers always came out in may or aka late april um when guardians 2 came out that was one of their big joints you know just based off of one so that got the early may um civil war got the early may release you know so i just feel like that's been their typical go-to lately and not saying that black widow ain't gonna make money because it's a marvel movie of course but is it going to make May money? I mean, I mean it's going to make money, and this is coming out at the beginning of the month. So, you know, summer season ain't really hit at that point. So, I'd have like a, maybe like a couple weeks to really gain that cash. But it's just, it's just weird that they put that out at that time. You know, maybe like, uh, that feels like more of an earlier couple, couple, couple months before May. Maybe like a, a March, early April joint. I don't know, but Marvel knows what they're doing. And then next up on the movie front, we got The Eternals coming out. Or Eternals, whatever you want to call it, coming out in November of next year. The cast, for the most part, is what we thought. But they surprised us by throwing a little Brian Tyree, or Brian Tyree Henry. Or is it Brian Henry Tyree? Nah, I definitely got to be the first one because the second one sounds stupid. Uh, my boy from Atlanta, you know, Paperboy. He's also been having these little little supporting roles in a lot of these movies lately, so he's really expanding his career, so it's dope to see him get put in a Marvel movie. No Millie Rock Bobby Brown, as I like to call her, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. She was rumored to be in The Eternals, but it's looking like she won't be, so she wasn't lying about that. So I like the cast, even though it looks weird seeing Angelina Jolie along with Selma Hayek together in a... Marvel movie along with Brian Tyree Henry along with homeboy from Game of Thrones who got killed in the Red Wedding. Is that Rob Stark? Is that who uh, Richard Madden? Is that his name? Is that, who he's, that's, is that who he was? 
I don't know. But all of it just seems a little odd on paper. Kumail Nunjiani, Nunjani, Mr. Stuber. Um, see, it's just, the cast just looks weird on paper. Like, I don't, I trust Marvel, of course, and I don't have any doubts that the movie won't be, like, or I don't have a, I think the movie's going to be good. It's just, just looks weird on paper. But November release, that seems about right. And then we start diving into the uh, Disney Plus shows. First one going to drop is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier debuting on Disney Plus in fall 2000. And I'm going to have a lot of decisions to make because I usually don't pay for uh, streaming services myself. I usually try to use my Hall of Fame mooch badge and try to finagle it from somebody else. You know, the homies and whatnot. If not, then I'll figure out a different way to get it without any money coming out of my pocket. But I'm really contemplating getting Disney Plus. Only because I like to watch my Marvel stuff without any complications. And I don't I just I don't see anybody getting Disney Plus that I know that's gonna let me get the hook up. And then I don't feel like, you know, hitting the fire stick up to try to watch it because if the picture quality ain't popping and then it starts buffering like 10 minutes in, and then just starts messing up, and then buffering every like two minutes. I'm going to just really get agitated. So hopefully I got my finances in order, and I can let that Disney Plus ring off, because it, you know, it shouldn't be too expensive. But And, and then they're dropping a lot of content from the Marvel shows, and the way I watch TV, it's going to take me forever to watch them. Uh, the Mandalorian with Star Wars, so... They got some options, so I'm, I'm, I might have to get it. I might have to get it, but um, it's uh, it's cool that they're bringing what's his name, Zemo, bringing Zemo back as the villain. You know, because we all know he didn't die in uh, Civil War. He was a nice um, villain who didn't have like the powers and stuff, but had the mind to really mess with our heroes. So I feel like it worked well with Civil War only because he wasn't the main villain. You know, the other villain was just the relationship between the heroes becoming fractured. So it played well within Civil War, but I think his his strengths and whatnot cater better to a TV series where he can use multiple episodes to build up his plot and scheme and really mess with our heroes, especially when you got the lower tiers like the Winter Soldiers and the Falcon slash New Captain America. Or as I've heard some people call him Black America, that's not what I call him because I ain't racist. But I think that's a good choice. And it's just going to be interesting to see Falcon transition over to being Captain America. Maybe he'll be Falcon America or Captain Falcon or something. You're going to have the wings and the shield. Maybe they'll put the put the, the flag on the wings and whatnot. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it and seeing that duo of Bucky and Sam team up for the small screen. I'm rocking with it. Um, and then... After that, coming through with the flick in 2021, we got Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, That definitely feels like a title that will be shrunken down once it gets closer. Because that's just a long title. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Just call it Shang-Chi. You know, you can put the, the Legend of the Ten Rings in, like, small print, but just really, just everybody's just going to be calling it Shang-Chi. And it's going to be cool to see um, 
the real Mandarin come into play, especially since we had the big controversial controversial Mandarin twist within Iron Man 3 that they kind of went back on with the little one shot that was on what Thor Dark World, I think one of those, I don't know. But so it's just going to be cool, you know. Um I ain't trying to be racist, but hopefully since they didn't got they don't got none of the raid homies in here, maybe they're going to have the raid homies be like in the movie of some sorts or let them do the choreography. But I think this could be one of the surprise better movies just because I feel like the action could be up there as long as they don't try to iron fist it up season one then we then we should be cool but i I have a problem like people like this lady and it's no disrespect to her but aquafina like for one they're putting her in every asian movie like why and she just she's not that funny and i know she's gonna be the comedy relief in this movie i know she's gonna be forced she's gonna be the cat dennings or what cat dennings was in thor and i like cat dennings she was funny in there but I don't really like Aquafina all like that. Her voice is extremely deep and it just bothers me. And it just bothers me the fact that they're just putting in so much stuff. And is that hating? Probably. I ain't gonna say it's not. But I just I'm just tired of seeing her movies. Like let's let's calm it down. Especially Asian movies, like skin I'm getting a little offended. I know I gotta have like a one percent drop of Asian in me, so I'm getting a little offended by this. Alright, moving on to the Disney plus again side of things. Got WandaVision. I don't know when this movie is taking place. I heard it took, takes place right after Infinity War. I'm like, how is that possible? Because uh, uh, Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, is dead at that point, And Vision is dead at that point, never to return. And then we got a young, or we got the, the all-grown-up version of Monica Rambeau, or whatever her name is, from Captain Marvel. I just... I don't know that I read it takes place like the 50. I don't know what to expect from this. All I know is the, what is his name? Kevin Feige said he's going to be something very unique, something we haven't seen before in the MCU. So I'm really curious about the storyline for this based off all the deaths. So is it going to take place before the deaths, them being on the run after, or them being together after Civil War? We're going to get some magic and some different dimension type stuff going on. Because they said this leads right into the Doctor Strange sequel, which we're about to touch on here in a second. And that one has a long multiverse title. So is it going to be within that frame or in that realm? I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm just curious to see what direction it actually goes in. That comes out spring 2021. So we got a little bit of time. Uh, Also in spring 2021, we got Loki by... Loki on Disney Plus, basically him after or it's him after he disappeared in Endgame, where they went back in time to, with to the Loki that was in the Avengers who just got Hawk smashed a thousand times, but this one ended up having the um, space whatever that cube was. I don't remember the stones already. The Infinity Saga ended, and I'm just blanking on what the stones are called. But he took one of them joints, disappeared, so it's going to be this evil Loki going around time, messing stuff up. So I'm really interested in seeing how that turns out. I think that could be uh, one of my faves, just to see you know, see the direction to go in. Because I like when things go back in time and start changing events and just seeing how it goes. That's, that's what I really was anticipating and enjoyed about Endgame and then, you know, Forrest Gump. 
I think that's what everybody likes about that movie. I know that's like kind of a random transition, but you know, seeing how they altered or seeing how he affected big events in history. So if they do something like that with Loki, I think that would be pretty dope. Um, then going back to the big screen, another May release, 2021, we got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Another title that I feel like is going to be shrunken down a little bit by the time it actually releases. But I'm very, I'm also very surprised that this is getting a May release. And it makes me think that the movies that they wanted to have May releases, like the Black Panthers or the Guardians of the Galaxy, like those movies just weren't going to come together in time to make these release dates. So they had to move up movies that uh, otherwise been dropped in like earlier in the year or middle of the summer, like October, November area. Because that, that's what Doctor Strange feels like. That feels like a July. That feels like a... Um, a November again release, and that's no you know no disrespect to Doctor Strange. Like the movie was great, especially visually, and I feel like this is gonna be even a step up. But it just like that movie didn't make that much money to where you think like all right, it's definitely dropping in May now. But maybe since things are changing going forward, where we can basically getting um, an altered Avengers team because some of them chuck the deuces. R.I.P. Tony Stark. R.I.P. Really Captain America. So maybe they're trying to push these these other characters to be the more popular since they're going to be lead characters going forward. Maybe I feel like that way towards Doctor Strange with Black Widow. They was like, all right, we killed you. You finally get in your movie. And people got a problem with how we killed you off. You didn't get that, that Iron Man respect that Iron Man sent off. So here's our gift to you. Your movie dropping in May in a prime position. Go enjoy it. But, um, yeah, there's Doctor Strange. They're saying it's going to be the first scary Marvel movie or horror movie in the MCU. So, definitely looking forward to that. Now, they kind of said the same thing with Thor Ragnarok. It started off like it was going to be dark with the dark logo. And then things changed and it became happy and fun and still with like a kind of a dark premise, but a very fun version of it. And I feel like that's eventually what Doctor Strange is going to be like, but still have the dark elements to it because the first Doctor Strange has some dark elements to it with that demon at the end where I can't remember his name because I don't remember names of anything. Um, and that was kind of, that was a little darkish and I feel like that's kind of the way this is going to be, especially traveling through multiverses and things getting a little wild and hectic, but um, I could definitely see the 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 humor and the, the lightheartedness prevailing more than the, the scary because they already said the humor is going to be there, but I feel like it's going to you know, be be the lead head of the snake, as everybody always says, um, once the film actually drops. But definitely looking forward to it. Back onto the TV show side of things, we got What If. Now, I'm definitely interested in this one. This is dropping summer 2001. But I'm really interested because, for one, it's animated. So I want to see what the MCU does an- animation-wise, seeing how that looks. But I'm just interested in seeing the, you know, what if this happened... And what if this happened? Just seeing altered or altered alternate realities within big things that happened in the MCU, and then these characters from the MCU actually voicing their characters. I think it's just it could be really dope. It's just a really dope idea. It's definitely something that's like very comic book esque. So see that actually come into the fruition and be a part of the MCU and just be some fun. And especially since they have this this outlet, the TV, you know, the, the streaming service to do it now. I think. This could be one of the more fun TV shows, more 
best uses of what they got going on. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Hopefully it does not let me down. Um, and then next on TV, fall 2001, we got Hawkeye. This one I'm the least, I'm the least like excited about. Like I'm gonna watch it. It's probably gonna be dope. I can't wait to you know it comes out. But just straight from just the logo and then you know the disrespect that Hawkeye gets because he all he'd be doing is shooting bow and arrows. He's just a male Katniss. It's just like yeah, I'm just not really like I'm not really just like it's it's, it's my least favorite of the announced or the announced uh, shows movies that was announced at Comic Con. Like don't get me wrong, Jeremy Renner's great, especially with this new um, Ronin persona that he has, so he's going to be doing a little bit more when it comes to the action, and he's going to be teaching his protege, Kate Bishop, how to be a hero. So it has all the ingredients to be a fun show, and I think the people at Marvel know that, that people are already doubting doubting the show, so they, you know, they're really going to put their all into making this a dope one, but just off jump, this one was the least, I had the least excitement for um and then 2001 the the last flick we got it's going to be Thor Love and Thunder where Natalie Portman has returned and she will be playing female Thor uh, Tessa Thompson also in this John and Chris Hemsworth now this is going to be dope cuz Taka Watiti is back we all know what he did with Thor Ragnarok so I'm looking forward to him taking on the reins of another Thor movie, but the only thing that's just weird about this to me is, for one, the title is, I don't know, just Love and Thunder, I don't, just, I don't, I don't really know about it, it's not really, it's not really screaming good title to me, but, you know, what do I know, but it just feels like Chris Hemsworth is an afterthought in this, especially from Comic-Con and everything coming out, it just seemed like, okay, we all know that Valkyrie is the queen or as she calls it king of asgard and she says she's looking for a queen so you know she's gonna be the mcu's first big lgbtq character then they bring in natalie portman to be female thor and it's just almost seeming like it's gonna be them two heading the ship with fat thor being just like a side character just that's just how it feels with the, the press releases and the announcements and so it's just like, let's not let that be the case. Like, let's still, you know, Chris Hemsworth and Thor is still the man. So this better still be his movie. But I don't mind it being like a little uh, more ensemble-ish, small ensemble-ish with them three. So it'd be cur- I'm curious to see how that turns out. And I think I know exactly why Natalie Portman returned. Because we heard all the talk she was doing after she left. You could tell she wasn't happy with her, how things were going there, her character and stuff. So I think she she clearly saw um, Ragnarok, and then she probably spoke with Taka Watiti, and she just felt like that she would have more fun doing this movie. She probably felt left out watching Ragnarok. Honestly, she was probably like, "Man, Dark World was terrible. This was not that fun. The first Thor was cool, but oh, I'm just jealous. I'm I, feel, I got some serious case of FOMO going on right now." And so, she, you know, they, they offered her this cool storyline for her. That's going to be interesting to see how she balks up for this. But they offered it to her, probably threw a nice little cash stack at her, and brought her back on. So, that will be cool to see her return, especially if this is definitely probably going to be Thor's last solo outing. You know, especially seeing, like, they're already, like, trying to oust my boy. But, um, yeah, so I definitely think that was the case. But then, 
at the very end of the the presentation, Kevin Feige just decided to tease us even more by bringing out Mahershala Ali and saying that he's going to be Blade, which is crazy on one hand, just because we clearly know that the Netflix shows, the MCU cared nothing about because they never brought those characters around. And then also the one of the best villains from those shows is now a hero in their little part of things. So that's just interesting. But of course, Mahershala is a great actor, two-time Academy Award winner. So they brought him on board. And then what, what happened to all that Wesley Snipes talk? Wesley Snipes said he was meeting with Marvel, blah, 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 blah. Said he was definitely probably going to do another Blade, blah, 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 blah. No, you're not, fam. Or at least you, you I mean, I could easily see him being in the movie as some sort of, you know, some sort of passing of the torch. Passing of the torch to, to this Blade of some sort, of, I don't know. But you ain't going to be the main hero. And I tried to tell him. I was like, it ain't happening, bro. You too old. Like, we got some old people in the MCU, but... Like, nah, this, this, that's over. Your time is Blade. You had three movies. You ain't coming back as the main. Now, some sort of mentor of sorts. I can see it. But as the leader, I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him. So, I mean, I've, they haven't officially announced what this will be, but I think it will be a, a movie. Just because Mahershala is just too big of an actor at this point to just keep him on TV. I mean, of course, he's done. He just did uh, True Detective, and a lot of great actors are doing TV, especially with streaming services and um, and all that good stuff. But Kevin Feige said Doctor Strange opened them up to this this world of these different type of characters that Blade fits into. So with him just saying that, I think that caters more to the movie side of things. And either way, I think it would be dope. So I'm just looking forward to more announcements on it, but he announced Blade with Young Hirsch. Young Herschel. Then he also teased, like, yeah, we got Black Panther 2 coming, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Captain Marvel 2, and Fantastic 4. So I was like, yeah, boy. But uh, just from those announcements, what I took from it was... Black Panther is going to take forever to come out. The earliest we're looking at it now is 2022. My gosh, like Ryan Coogler, why you got to be so busy? I mean, I know he over there shaping the Oscar-worthy performance for LeBron with Space Jam 2, even though they just lost their director and got a new a new one, but still, so he's probably quite busy and got re- to write the joint, even though I feel like he already wrote it, but I don't know. Um, Captain Marvel 2, 2022 seems about right. That's a three-year gap between movies. Guardians of the Galaxy, we know why that's taking forever because Marvel or Disney dropped the ball severely by jumping the gun, firing homie. Homie went over to the dark side and worked with DC, so now he got to do that movie before he starts ramping up for Guardians. So, of course, that's going to take time. But Fantastic Four, it seems like that's going to be the the first outing from the Fox movies. And I think it makes sense. I mean, he did also say that, you know, we don't have time or space for mutants right now. Something that just teasing that they are working on X-Men and whatnot. But it's good to see that the Fantastic Four is going to be the first one because we haven't seen a good Fantastic Four movie since ever. And I think that the just the last one with Michael B. Miles and what's that director's name who had so much promise and is now an afterthought with everything. Josh Trank, like... That put such a bad, disgusting taste in my mouth and other people's mouths. That is just like, you know what, as soon as we can, 
it's time to write that wrong and show what a good Fantastic Four movie should look like in Marvel. I think it that just Fantastic Four fits in perfectly with the MCU like currently, just the way they do their movies. It, it, like that, it's just it just screams of having comedic elements to it, but just has to be done right. And I think Marvel has the right recipe to do a great Fantastic Four movie. So I'm glad that seems like it's going to be the first one that they dive into, and I can't wait. Like it, when you think back to Fan Four Stick, it's so stupid. Like they just tried to like at first it sounded like a cool, interesting idea, like grounding the Fantastic Four, making it more edgier and dark. But Mister Fantastic, hey, he just like he had these things around his arm to prevent it from stretching because like that's it was hard to get. Uh, just it just was so stupid, so dumb. Uh, I gotta rewatch that movie again just so I can be reminded just how. Like, in hindsight, and after the fact, it just screams of stupid. But, whatever. That was all that dropped, and all the news that dropped at the Comic-Con for the MCU. All in all, I'm very excited about what they announced. Mainly just because the combination of TV and movies are going to be playing the part in Phase 4. And I think that's dope. It switches up things from... The Infinity Saga that was just straight movies and one shots, um, but I just wish they would, uh, you know, just in just in scheme of just movies, they're gonna be great. But just pure excitement, if they would have threw like a Guardians in there or more details on Blade or Black Panther instead of Donald Glover joining the Fracas or something like that or Mahershala Jones and Black Panther. Just, just something different, something, something more surprising, because we basically knew all those movies were coming out. It's just when, and we could kind of almost tell that we knew Eternals and Black Widow were coming next year. Blah blah. Just wish there was more surprise and more intrigue with the choices. But you know, we say that now, but these movies after they drop, they might become our favorite characters. You know, might become some of our favorite Marvel movies. You never know, because that's what the MCU does. They drop greatness, and when you decide to even doubt them for a single second, they prove you wrong most of the time. And if they don't prove you wrong, they still made a great movie, i.e. Captain Marvel. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to just stop there. This has been Leo's Average Thoughts. Go check out everything on Leo's Average Thoughts on Instagram at Leo's Average Thoughts. Hit up SoundCloud at Winnie Arch or Winnie Arch Company. Uh, one of those. Try them both. Uh, or you can just definitely find the link on the Instagram page. Also, check out uh, Winnie.Arch on Instagram for everything. Leo's average thoughts and more. I am Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average. And, you know, remember to take everything I say or every opinion I give with the highest grainness of salt. You feel me? Because I still, I, I like, I like, you know, Thor Dark World. I want to buy Fan 4 Stick, no matter what my opinions are for that. So, you know, take whatever I say, whatever you want to take it, because we, I'm, I'm a different breed. But I, right, um, yeah, it's time to get back uh, to, to this 2K that I'm playing right now. So, deuces.